Hi, I'm Nick Armstrong, and this is Dear Fort Collins. It's a podcast to discuss issues in and around Fort Collins, featuring experts from the city and the county and elected officials. Our goal is to help make you a more informed neighbor of Fort Collins. In particular, this series of the podcast, we are interviewing city council candidates and Poudre School District board candidates as well. Now, I ran for city council in 2021, and I know how hard it was to connect with every single neighbor and spread the word about what my campaign stood for and why I was wanting to run. I wanted to give each of our candidates the opportunity to connect with you in a medium where you might be comfy on the couch or you might be driving in your car, but able to listen on your own time and get to know a little bit more about these candidates and why they're running and what they stand for so that you can make a more informed choice as a voter. Now, I do serve on the Parks and Rec Board for the City of Fort Collins, as well as the Box Elder Sanitation Board and my Neighborhood HOA Board. I'm not here in any of those capacities. I'm here as a private citizen, and my hope is that using this podcast, you can become a more informed voter and make a more informed choice when you go to the ballot. With that, let's bring in our candidate. And we're here with Scott. Scott, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm uh, Scott Schoenbauer. I'm running for Poudre School District, uh, District A, and uh, happy to be here. Dick, thanks so much for for having me. This is a great thing you're doing for the community. Thank you, Scott. Why are you interested in running for the Poudre School District, and what motivated you to run for public office? Yeah, it's a great question. So I have three kids that are in uh, in the district uh, or went through it. I, two of them are in college now. Uh, one is still in the district. Um, so definitely I was involved uh, growing up. Uh, kids went through Johnson, Weber and uh, Rocky and, uh, you know, did a lot of coaching. Um, but also I'm, I run a small business and I've seen recent graduates um, from Pooter uh, School District as they're coming out and just have a feeling that there's there's a lot of um, lack of preparedness for the real world. I've seen it in my own kids. Um you know, financial literacy is something that I think would would do a lot of good for for a lot of people. I, I know for myself, I would have uh, liked to understand the uh, the scary uh, world of credit cards and understand how taxes work, all that type of thing. So I feel like that's one of the things that motivated me. As I've gotten more involved, uh, definitely want to help uh, help kids reach their their full potential uh, and really go out and achieve their dreams. So uh, academic excellence is, is something else that's motivated me to to really promote. Can you share a specific project or issue that you'd like to tackle if elected? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's there's one one big issue I think that uh, that can re that's really been a big motivator of mine, and that's distraction free learning in uh, in the schools. Um, when my daughter was uh, was I think probably a sophomore. She was taking a tough math class, and about that was usually about ten to eleven thirty was was when that class was. And I'd get texts from her saying, "Hey, who do you think I should put in for my fantasy football quarterback?" And I'm like, "What? Is, aren't you in math right now?" And and she's like, "Oh yeah, but it's fine." And I'm just thinking, "Wow, she's she's struggling in this class, but she's got her cell phone out and is distracted." I think that's a big problem for a lot of kids. I know my youngest, who's who's a junior now talks about it. He says a kid in his class watched the entire series, not just a couple episodes, but the entire series of Breaking Bad during one uh, um, quarter of, uh, of classes. And uh, I mean, it's a great show, but not something you want to have them them watching in class. So in terms of, of getting those academic scores up, we need to remove the distraction. I, I have a policy of out of sight, out of mind. Keep it in your bag. You can keep it with you for safety reasons, but it can't be out on your desk and, and 
everybody has to have that consistent policy. Right now, it's a it's a free for all in the classrooms, and and there's cool teachers and there's the mean teachers, and I think we need to remove that from uh, a decision that the teachers have to. Uh, juggle with, you know, so, or, or grapple with. Um, so that's, that's one of the big issues I have. I think there's kind of a universal understanding of that with parents that that is a major problem. There's a ton of social anxiety and mental health issues that are caused by social media, lots of bullying happening there, ideation of all kinds of things. So if we can just give the kids a break for those seven to eight hours, uh, I think that's going to do them a world of good. So that's one of my biggest issues. Scott, what makes you uniquely qualified to represent the district? Well, that's a good question. So the um, the small business perspective I have, um, we're ultimately the people that are the end customer of the school districts, right? We're going to be hiring uh, these graduates, and we want to make sure that they're ready for the real world. They they have they know the workplace expectations, but I think that the businesses can really partner with the schools in a much more active way than they're doing right now. There's lots of opportunities for apprenticeships and internships that can help get those kids ready. So I'm a big believer in that. Uh, I actually ran in 2019. Um, and to be honest, I didn't know what I was doing. And so I lost and it was, I think it was the best thing that could happen for me because I, what I did is I, I just said, you know what? I don't know the district like I should. So I took a deep dive and got involved in three different committees. Uh, the district advisory board is the parents committee. And uh, I worked my way through that over the last four years and just finished being the chair of that committee. And that's that's where parents are engaged with a lot of the policies. They learn about a lot of the policies in the district and give feedback directly to the school board. And I thought that was really uh, very rewarding. Uh, I'm proud of the work I did there. I was also on the budget advisory committee. So I have a deep understanding of how the budget works. And then finally, I'm on the district accountability committee. I'm the representative of the of the business community for that, and uh, really excited about about that committee as well. So it's really helped me get a deep understanding of the district, and um, I feel like I I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> Who do you consider a role model in the realm of public service, and what have you learned from them? I love this question. This is a, this is a tough one. Um, but I, I did do you, you had mentioned this earlier and I did some thinking on it on it. And honestly, I'm a huge history buff. And I would say Abraham Lincoln. And for a lot of reasons, uh, I mean self-made man, uh, really kind of the um, ultimate example of of the American dream. And I think that's something that a lot of our kids could be inspired by. You know, he read voraciously and and really learned a lot. Um and the best thing about him, what inspires me, is that he was not afraid to engage uh, across the aisle. And, uh, you know, his his cabinet, they called it the team of rivals. These were people that he ran against. Uh, they didn't like each other, but but he recognized that they had a lot of good ideas and he wanted to engage with them. And they saved the country literally as a team. And so I think that's something that is missing in today's environment and needs to we need to have that civil but in-depth discussion and i think that's that's gone from a lot of uh, areas of government and i think we can start saving it at the at the ground level here the grassroots level um with school boards so i'm i'm really inspired by uh what he had to say and and one of the big things is if it's a good idea if you can convince somebody it's a good idea that is the way to, to make change a good idea should not have to be forced on somebody. So I think he really he really taught that uh, to the to the country. Scott, if you could have any superpower to help your community, what would it be? 
<laughs> is this is this related to your uh, uh, passion for Comic Con? Maybe a little. <laughs> Maybe a little. Yeah. Well, we'll have a debate of Marvel versus DC because I'm a huge uh, comic book guy myself. So uh, one <laughs> of these good. days, we'll save that so, for the next episode. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, I won't say. You know, I want to be Daredevil, even though he is my favorite character. Uh, ruined by Ben Affleck, by the way. But uh, <laughs> I think you get that. Um, but but I would say superpower for the community to give back to the community. Um, would be to be able to see people's true, um, almost like mind reading, to see their true heart. Uh, I think there's a ton of um, just vilification out there, um, labeling assumptions, things like that. And I think it would be really good if if we could all see each other for who we are and what motivates us. So that's, that's the beauty of this school board race. Uh, you'll hear extremists on both sides like oh we can't elect the socialist or oh we can't elect the book burners i've met everybody and interacted with everybody who's running uh this go around and they're all really good people and i think it's we all have a passion for public education and want to ultimately get get the grades up the scores up uh and get kids to uh to achieve what they are most capable of achieving their highest potential and it's just a difference of opinion on how to get there but we all want the same thing what's one piece of advice that you've received but you didn't take and you wish that you had i there was this is this is more of a personal thing career-wise i had uh, a couple opportunities I, I went to csu for my uh undergrad in management and then i stuck around because i to be honest wasn't prepared for the real world myself so i went to grad school straight straight after undergrad and got a marketing degree and I actually um, got to meet uh, the president of the Denver Nuggets and uh, had a great conversation with him. He's like, hey, when you're ready to uh, graduate, I think I was in year one of grad school. Uh, he's like, you know, I would I think you you might have uh, have what it takes to be in sports marketing. Um, here's my card. Uh, give me give me a call. And and my professor was like, that's a big deal. You should definitely give him a call. And. I decided not to because I'd heard that um, the entry level at sports teams is very low paying and you just end up selling tickets and, and that's your thing. But I wish I had pursued that. I'm a sports nut. And uh, obviously you have to start at some point and then move up. And and that guy is uh, Tim Lywicki. He's he's moved on from the Nuggets and he's the guy that started the uh, the Seattle um the new Seattle hockey team. And he's done a lot of stuff up there as well. And um, this is a master marketer. And I think I would have, I would have loved doing that, but, uh, but that would have taken me out of Fort Collins. And I absolutely love Fort Collins. I'm a huge CSU Ram fan. And uh, I say on my website, it's hard to be a Ram fan these days, but not after that Boise state game, I am fired up now. So. <laughs> Scott, where can we learn more about you and your campaign and uh, what, is there anything else that you would like to tell the a listener to the podcast? Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, my website is Scott for the number four, Scott for PSD.com. You can check out my, uh, there, there are four main priorities that I have. The cell phones is one thing, but uh, academic excellence, parent partnerships and, you know, real world preparation are, are uh, several of those things. You can read about that, read about uh, my family and I, and um, you know, I really appreciate the, the time and, uh, Make sure I would say to the, you know, it's kind of a wrap up. 
make sure you're doing your research. Don't just trust what somebody tells you on Facebook, like you got to vote for these candidates. Actually take a deeper dive because these are these are all good people, and, but there are some differences, and I think it's important for us to um, take a look at that, pick the right people, and, and be able to uh, kind of bring PSD back to where it used to be. Uh, I think there's been a breakdown of trust that we need to really rebuild, um, especially if you follow the paper in the last couple of weeks. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing a fresh perspective to the, to the school board. And, uh, and thanks again for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And I hope you're enjoying this series of learning more about your candidates. It's so important just to get out there and vote, but to do so from a place of knowing who you're voting for and why you're voting for them, it's a really comforting thing. I'm Nick Armstrong, and I can't wait to see you next time.